Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Kirsten White. Hi. Hi. We <laughs> are joined today by hosts of Morbid and Rewatcher. Elena Urquhart and Ash Kelly. Woo! Hi. <laughs> both of you here. This is so nice. I feel like we've been trying to do a team up for a little bit now. And yes. It's nice to hear both your voices. Thank you so much for having us. We're so stoked to be here. Yes. We're very excited about this. So yes, we are here today to talk Buffy Season 3's Band Candy for the episode's 25th anniversary. And I was very excited. Uh, both of you were into, co- all three of you actually. Kirsten, I emailed all my co-hosts to be like, who wants to do what for Season 3? And Kirsten named this episode as like the episode she wanted to come on for. Yes. And the two of you said that you this was an episode you did love, right? Oh, yes. so much. This episode is so fun. Yeah. So give me like your thoughts I guess, Ashley, it'll be a little different because you had like more recently watched it, but thoughts like what you felt watching it the first time and how you feel now watching it. Okay, honestly, the first time I loved it, but now watching it through the lens of knowing what happened between Joyce and Giles, (laughs) I love it even more. (laughs) Yes, correct, right? I feel like this episode is like good on its own, but then- going like once you know more of what happens it gets better (laughs) it really does watching it a second time was so much more fun than the first time and even that was so much fun but just knowing that connection between the two of them it makes you laugh even harder like at one point ash was like oh post 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 coitus (laughs) (laughs) look at that glow look at that glow (laughs) kirsten how did you feel rewatching it this time well, the first thing that I did uh, was look up the ages of uh, Anthony Head and <laughs> just to make sure I'm still younger than them in this episode. I will no longer be able to watch this episode in three years. But for now, I can still enjoy it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I agree with Ash. Like, I think it's one of those episodes that works so well on its own because it's really very much a, a, a problem of the week at its best group dynamic but then it also functions so well in seeding those stories that are going to become bigger and bigger throughout the rest of the season and then you know some fun reveals later on that harken back to this and and add a layer of oh that's what was happening um (laughs) yeah i just i just it stands out to me as one of the most fun episodes of buffy yeah i think the actors must have had so much fun doing it and then also just such a good example of when the show was at its best with the group dynamics. Uh-huh. I, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I as I was rewatching it, I was like, wow, this episode is it's so wild to be like it does set up for good jokes later that are revealed. <laughs> but like it still works. You know, we still get that end beat of them like blankly looking at each other and you get it. You understand what it is. <laughs> um, but it's like made funnier later. Um but yeah, so okay, so this episode, this episode has a lot of good moments that like could be put other places. I forgot this starts with them just studying for the SATs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's such a cute scene. I love that they're doing it in the cemetery, and I yeah. love that Buffy's wearing practical, comfortable clothes. Yes, mm-hmm. and like Dad, surrogate father Giles is my favorite Giles, and just everything about this scene worked for me. Yes, yes, I, Kirsten. I was curious because I was like, I bet Kirsten because. Giles is so Giles in it mm-hmm. and like her being like we haven't had B I'll do B and he's like this is SATs not connect the dots like I love that yeah. <laughs> and I I even love her face 
when she's like, well, I broke my pencil. We'll have to do this again sometime. And he's like, see, all systems tend towards chaos. And he's handing her a pencil. And she just annoyedly throws the broken one. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, I, I always think Sarah Michelle Geller is like, and Kirsten's heard me say this a zillion times, but her like face acting where she like doesn't have any lines, but is so good at conveying exactly what she's like Buffy's feeling because her face is so expressive. Oh yeah. She's right? brilliant that way. Like when she is upset or Ooh. sad, she does this one face mm-hmm. that is so expressive. It's like her whole face like goes I don't even know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're she saying. even does it in um, Cruel Intentions. Actually. Yes. It's like a very Sarah Michelle Gellar face. Yes. That she I, does. And I think that's why she does well in horror, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, you know, her scene in Scream is what, like, I think seven minutes, but it's so memorable. Yes. And she's so good at, like, this is a character we don't know at all who's going to die in seven minutes, but, like, we feel for her and we're like, Oh shit, I wanted to get away. Like, yeah. Ah. No, <laughs> Cece. I know. Yeah. Cece Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the, you know, Buffy says that them and the undead are the only ones working at this time. And we cut to the mayor, which oh. I also for, was forgetting, like, okay, at this point, we don't know. Like, if you're watching it for the first time, you don't know, like, how, e- like, you know, the mayor hired Mr. Trick, but you don't know what his deal is. Right. Yeah. And I kind of like, the like nice reveal of like he opens his cabinet and it's a bunch of like spell and demonic shit right (laughs) i love that so much and it's so casual yes yes yes. yeah the mayor is my favorite villain i love like his malevolence of like bureaucracy right like he is the (laughs) most battle evil there is and just like his folksy charm and but then it can just turn to menace on like just just like that, right? He goes from like, ha ha, I'm the mayor to like, also I'll kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with that. Yes. I think he's so fun opposite trick. I feel like they're a really good combination in this episode. Yeah. They are. They're like such a dynamic duo and it makes me so sad that we didn't get more of trick. I love Mr. Trick. Mm-hmm. That so I, good. I don't know if this is true, but I did hear that that actor tried out for Spike actually. I heard that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He would have been a good Spike. He I mean, would've. I love Spike. Don't come after me, internet. Um, <laughs> uh, Everyone knows how I feel about Spike. So <laughs> you're like, don't come after me. <laughs> but uh, that actor also would have been a good Spike. And like, I love when they do a vampire that's a little bit outside the norm, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's a business vampire, right? He's wheeling and dealing. Yeah. He wants to be a big player. He's ambitious. Um, and he's funny and he's charming and he's weird. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for Mr. Trick. So, and he, yeah. he's also like more modern. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Which I like is like, he's kind of updated for like the, I'm like, what year is it in this? Is it 1999 or 90, <laughs> yeah. 98? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like I, this is when they started, you know, he, he does M Slayer Fest 98, um, <laughs> you know, and like that was, um, more more of a modern thing than we had seen vampires doing at this point and like you know we had spike in season two when he's like using the video camera and that feels incredibly dated now but back then that was more of like a <laughs> so more modern way of like stalking a slayer uh yeah. <laughs> so we learned that trick has subcontracted someone <laughs> yes evil plots <laughs> best <laughs> he's an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah 
Kirsten, that also feels like something that would be in one of your books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm all about I'm all about let's show how evil actually works. Let's show how <laughs> hard it would be to figure out the logistics of these plots, right? Yeah. It's a lot of work being evil and setting up, you know, these apocalyptic scenarios. They they they're putting the time and I respect it. And I'm glad that that we're seeing just how much thought and effort they've put into all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So post credits, I I'm curious everyone's thoughts on this version of the Scoobies because Ash, you have already seen how like quickly this version like kind of has all the drama where it breaks up and then they're like kind of friends again. Right. Um, I I really love this version of the Scoobies and I almost wish we hadn't gotten all the like drama we get in like the next two episodes of like willow and xander like they're like cheating yeah it doesn't that plot doesn't really land for me but i do like buffy and this like fantastic four Mm -hmm. yeah this is my favorite the fact that like in a couple episodes we get the whole explosion of everything i just feel like they didn't need to do that i hate that plot that's something willow i don't think would really ever do and it it makes sense but it doesn't it's it's just hard to swallow i feel like it took away a lot of like the Xander Cordelia relationship was fun, and, and I like makes it. sense. And it was like I was there for the ride for that. And then you see like Willow and Oz, and you're like, you just kind of took away from that. Yeah, yeah. like, and I love them, <laughs> so I was like, yeah. this just didn't need to happen. Kirsten, yeah, I even have in my notes right here that exact same thing. This is my favorite group dynamic, yeah. and I mean, not to take away from anything away from characters that are coming in the future who I love with my whole heart, but like yes. this core dynamic here was my favorite. And yeah, some of the choices that they made with them are are not my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, specifically because I love Oz so much, and I think yes. part of why we love Oz so much. Is because we love Willow and Oz sees Willow, right? He's yes. the first person who sees her. And isn't that the dream of like every nerdy, weird girl in high school that that someone will see you and whisper, who's that girl? Yes. Want. And so we love that about Oz so much. So then for Willow to betray him for stupid Xander, who literally <laughs> never saw her, I think honestly, I think they were just so desperate to make Xander matter. Yeah, he's their self-insert character um (laughs) so it's like how can we make xander matter what if all of the girls liked him at one point you're like guess what they wouldn't um (laughs) anyway yeah so so i'm getting ahead because this this does this storyline upsets me but i i freaking love oz there's a reason why he has a cameo in my slayer series (laughs) um he's my favorite and yeah i just this group dynamic is so good and I feel like it's used really well in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, even to your point, Buffy says something like, isn't she cute when she's excited? And Oz just, you know, she calmly is like, cute. she's yes. always cute. And I'm like, oh, say that to me, Seth Green. Oh <laughs> the way he loves her. It's I, so pure. It destroys me every time. I'm like, yeah. I love your love. Yes. <laughs> they walk into school. Snyder is there telling them they have to participate in selling of band candy. I'm curious what uh, you both think about Snyder, because I do think he's, like, one of the best, like, characters you love to hate. 
Yes. yes. That's a, that's the perfect <laughs> summary of who he is. Yeah. In this episode in particular, he is phenomenal. Yes. I think this episode is where I had a turnaround on him because before I really loved Flutie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really loved Flutie. So I was very resistant to Snyder. <laughs> I mean, for obvious reasons. But this episode, I was like, all right, we'll keep him. <laughs> There's something underneath it all. So then we cut, you know, they have to participate in the sale and we cut back to the house. And I need, there's like thing I need to pause. And Kirsten, I want to know what you think as well. So I get it. I get that like, we're still a little sour about what happened in Becoming. I just Mm -hmm. am like, every time Joyce is like, you ran away. I'm like, no, you kicked her out. Why are we like, why are we gaslighting Buffy here? Because you literally told her she could not come back into the house. So what the fuck was she supposed to do, right? Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Because I just can't, like, we went through that on our, and when we covered the episode, we were like, yeah, I just can't, like, because I have kids. Like, yeah. I, I I was like, Joyce, I'm not with you on that. There's <laughs> not a time I would ever tell my kids they can't come back in this house. And then continue to hold it against them and when then, they finally yeah, did come back. throw it back in their face. Yeah. Like, like, we just have right. to move on from this somehow. This can't come up in every single fight. Yeah, yeah. that's thing it's like you're the adult here yes you're supposed to be teaching her coping mechanisms and moving forward from something and Mm -hmm. it's like you made a mistake we we dealt with it let's move on like that's how it should be like let's move on i'm not gonna let's i feel like it's like this is just bad parenting joyce yeah bad choice choice. (laughs) cheerson I mean, yeah, I agree. I, there is there is that element of gaslighting, right? Because yeah. <laughs> Joyce drew a line and <laughs> Buffy crossed it. And so, yeah, I mean, Buffy respected what Joyce said. She yeah. literally was obeying her mother. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely have issues with Joyce's parenting. Um, that being said, I have never parented a teenage slayer. Right. Uh, I also have never done that. So yeah, I to manage. But um, you know, I did think it was cute that that Joyce and Giles are double teaming her on like we are going to supervise you all the time. Yeah, so you don't leave because we care about you. But also, yeah, like it's an interesting scene too because there's a lot of tension between them because there's this sense that they are trying to move forward, right? They are trying to connect. Joyce is trying to be supportive of the fact that she's a slayer and show that she's accepting of it and she's there for Buffy and she's going to support her. But at the same time, like she still doesn't like it. And um, so, yeah, you've got her buying 20 bars, um, them eating dinner together uh yeah it's it's an it's an interesting tension i feel like and i feel like they they're doing the tension well because they're both hurt and they both messed up joyce more so than buffy but um but yeah i like this i I like the scenes between them early in this episode i think they're really well done yeah yeah yes because even though i'm like excuse me joyce i think (laughs) it's a good it's like well written right yeah you know and we get the like Buffy says, like, you know, actually, uh, you know, a great mother would let me drive. And we learn that Joyce, like, isn't letting her drive, which is also weird. Um, oh, as a mother of a teenager, no, I don't think that's weird. If I had a teenager <laughs> who was as bad a driver as Buffy, I would be like, absolutely not. You can wait a couple That's true. She is a really bad driver. Yeah, yeah she's really right. <laughs> true. Yeah. That's, like, one of the only ways Joyce can physically protect her child. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy, you know, Giles is testing her reflexes. She does the Buffy thing where she he steps away from her and he's like, she's not going to get it. She bounces the ball off the wall, smacks him right 
in the noggin. I love that. <laughs> he has like the best like British reaction. Yeah. That, like that whole like gee whiz reaction of like, oh yes, well, very good. Like, like I love when he does that. <laughs> <laughs> and we learn she's meeting Angel, which will lead into the next episode, but they like sprinkle it here where it's not it doesn't feel too like to be continued, but it is important for like moving forward with the plot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it does lead to like conflict, right? So yeah. it was a smart place to put it. Um, also, we got shirtless Tai Chi Angel, yes. which, you know, I have a note in here pre Marvel good physiques, they're so good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's yeah. just like, he's a hot guy. He's he, but he looks like somebody that would actually be hot in real life. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm into it. This is I my agree. favorite scene. Yeah, Ash is. She rewound this like eight times. I mean, like, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Hold on. I made <laughs> everyone something. in the room go quiet. I was like, Please, <laughs> I'm having a spiritual moment she right was now. Like, Wait, I think something happened, but I missed it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yes. back again. Yeah, Buffy's expression. She was also having a spiritual moment. So yeah. you heard that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so they have their moment. Um, also, can I just say the like abandoned mansion has always been the weirdest set to me. <laughs> yeah. like, where is this place? Thank Who designed you. it? What is it? Like, why is everything columns and concrete, but also a fireplace and a courtyard? And it's just, I'm sorry, that set always bugs me. <laughs> it's in such good condition that you're like, why hasn't somebody just bought this and right. it? No one's checking this right. place. Like, no one's seeing the activity happening here. I guess the mayor's busy with other stuff. Because they yeah. have full-on brawls in that place yeah. that are loud and, like, things breaking and shit. <laughs> and it's like, no one around there? Or is it just in the middle of the woods? Like, Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, Southern California, so absolutely yeah. someone would have bought that mansion on a hill. Like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, if it were like where I live in New Jersey, yeah, sure, maybe. And it's like, you know, no one's gone out there in a while, but eh, not in Southern California. It's like, no. <laughs> you just suspend reality for it. Yeah, you can. I have to point out that she says, I didn't know you could do that. And it's like, like, what does that mean? I girl. didn't know you could slow motion Tai Chi. I didn't know you could look that good doing anything is what's funny. <laughs> I didn't know you could take my breath away like that. Ash, that is very fair. <laughs> um, we cut back to the Summer's House, which also season, the high school seasons, I love them. I love them. I love them. But I do sometimes get like, where in the day are we? <laughs> yes. I get that way all the time. Because <laughs> we cut back to the Summer's House and Joyce and Giles are like waiting for her there. Um the subtlety that I really like is while Joyce is yelling at Buffy or like reprimanding her, she hands Giles the candy. Yep. <laughs> it does take a while to get to the main plot in this, but yeah. the candy was always there and they were seeding it. So I don't have that much of a complaint about it. Also, I just think this scene is so funny because it's totally like divorced mom and dad talked to each yeah. other and <laughs> compared stories and now you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> And when we talked to uh, Christine Sutherland, we I, we were able to have her on for Band Candy. She's ah. like this amazing human being. She's so <laughs> cool. And she was saying about this scene in particular that she because we were like, oh, you guys are so subtle with like the the eating of the candy, like leading up to that big reveal. And she was, she was like, like, oh, no, we weren't. I did not think we were subtle at all. She was like, I was thinking the whole time, like we're just shoving our face with candy right now. Like what? Why are we so heavy handed with this? And it was funny watching it back a second time. I was like. 
Uh, I guess it, it like really wasn't I'm as subtle as I thought. <laughs> it is pretty heavy handed. It's so good, yeah, but it's like gotta still, be. It worked. Yeah, yeah, that's funny because yeah, I think it, I think it works. Um, mm-hmm. It is funny talking to the people that worked on it, like how we view it versus how they, yeah, view yeah. it. Like I remember, I do remember Jane saying something about it, a scene in episode in season five where she was like, "Yeah, that didn't work, so we cut it." And then I was like, oh, no, that scene's in there. And she was like, oh, right, it is. She was like, I wanted to cut it because I didn't think it worked. She's like, I do not stand by that. Yeah. So we learned that they are now like kind of punishing her. They found out she lied to Willow as well, which we don't ever circle back to. No. But, you know, they say she's acting like a child. Buffy says it's because they're treating her like a child. And again, we go back to, you know, Joyce saying, last time I let you make a decision, you split. And I'm like... It's just not good. <laughs> like I got my yeah. spray spray can out and I'm like spraying her with water. I'm like, no, 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 stop that. <laughs> We're not rewriting this history again. Um, Giles tells them not to freak out. Buffy exits. Joyce crumbling up her candy bar says Buffy drives her nuts. They sit on the couch, eat more candy. And then uh, who do we who do we cut to as uh, the big bad, Kirsten? We cut to my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan Rain, which again, I think this episode does so well, is the callbacks, right? Mm -hmm. They could have introduced like a new a new person, whatever, but it was so smart to use him again, especially in an episode where um, Giles is reverting to his teenage self, right? Like it was just smart. It was smartly done. I'm glad they got glad they got Ethan Rain back. Also, I really laughed at the ominous candy bar factory. I worked in a candy factory as a teenager. Um, trust me, the last thing you want to do is sample. <laughs> I still have nightmares about suckers and candy canes. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, we're in the factory. We find out who is working with Trick. It's a great reveal. Yeah, and I, Ethan Rain is someone I very much enjoy. He's like, I, I appreciate that he comes off as like older queen. Maybe him and Giles hooked up a few times. Like <laughs> I love that story. Line. I love that too. <laughs> He's um, such a good like big bad. Right. Yeah. Well, I really like him. In like, fact, we were watching this and I was like, wait. He's still around, right? Where we're at at least. Where is he? I want him back. (laughs) So we see Snyder and this other teacher, Miss Barton, talking. And (laughs) they're just like, well, I'm not doing it. Well, you got to do it. And then she walks in and she, what does she say? Like something like. She says, we got to stay here long enough for Snyder to get out of here so that we can all leave. Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I love the, anyone else want to marry Miss Barton? And Cordy's saying, get in line. (laughs) (laughs) So Buffy is worried about Giles. She goes to make sure, because that's very unlike him, for not to show up. She goes to Giles' house, and who is there with him, Kirsten? (laughs) (laughs) Joyce! I love the, why is my mom here? (laughs) (laughs) I love this scene. Yes. Yes. Um, She suddenly has them being super lenient with them, which is kind of me as a professor. Um, (laughs) And Joyce gives her the keys to her car. And I love Buffy's confusion when she's like, what? I'm sorry, I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She then gets, she's, what does she say? It's like, you don't have to tell me twice. Well, you did, but I'm here to go. And she's like, bye. And this is like, right, this is when we're reminded that Buffy is a teen because realistically, it's like, why are you taking the car? You don't have a driver's license. Yeah. Like, yeah. But she's like, hell yeah. But yeah, <laughs> she's go. 17 and excited. Her mom is giving her, like, letting her have her own, like, make her own decisions and have her own agency. So she's like, peace. I'm going to get the fuck out of here and drive this car. Um, 
And I do like that as soon as she leaves, Joyce is like, do you think she noticed? And then we see Giles lighting a cigarette. I love it. Because immediately you're like, wait. Yeah. Yeah. And Joyce grabs some wine that she had hidden in the couch. I love that. They arrive at the bronze. And I I like how absolutely fucking wrecked every adult is like <laughs> incredible so good they are not they're not just like <laughs> being silly but they are like blackout drunk high like they're all like out of control <laughs> yeah. mikey called it aarp night at the bronze <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep and again kirsten to your point at the beginning of the episode i'm like haha these people they're all so much older than oh my god i'm their age <laughs> Yeah. That was yeah. my fear. I didn't look up any of their ages because I was like, no, no, they're older than me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm positive. They will always be older than us. Always. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, and I do think they they played this really well that like old people at the bronze are scarier than vampires, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I felt that way. Sometimes my husband and I will end up in like a really hip bar and I'll be like, oh, no. <laughs> you don't belong. We shouldn't be here. Not because people are mean, but just because we're ruining their vibe. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times me and my husband have said that, we're like, we're bringing down the vibe of this place. We yeah. should. <laughs> yeah. They can just all stay here and be young and hot and we'll go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. We'll support you from elsewhere. A yes. location. <laughs> um, and then we have the car crash. Mm, and it's crashing into the car with Buffy Snyder. Oz and Willow. And while we, I, the interspersing of, you know, Joyce and Giles, <laughs> she, you know, they look at a store window and she says she loves that jacket. And I, Giles, I swoon at this scene. I, oh, you know, he is so sexy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you fancy it. Oh. Yeah. And then just breaks the window. I was like, oh, no, Rupert. He's like, let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it, Yes, yes, yeah. 100%. Yes, I get what happened next, Joyce. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I like my my notes are all very horny here because, yeah, it's like <laughs> honestly, same. So, yeah, we're in the same boat on that. Yeah. The yeah. cop approaches Giles, and it's like an older guy, and Giles quickly knocks him out. And Joyce very understandably gets even hornier from yeah. that. <laughs> he like full on Peaky Blinders. Like yes. he goes into yeah. that accent. Oh, his yeah. accent gets more. Oh, yes. No, I had the same Peaky Blinders thought with this with the cigarette yeah. smoking because I'm allergic to cigarette smoke. There's nothing that's more disgusting to me. And yet Tommy Shelby and Rupert Giles, yeah, by all <laughs> means, you. smoke. I'm the exact same way. I hate cigarettes. For yeah. some reason, Thomas Shelby oh, yeah. is a cigarette. Like he walks around <laughs> chain smoking cigarettes. And you're like, I love yeah. it. And I'm like, I love yeah. you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna like my television screen, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, it's fine. Yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can get past it together. <laughs> so, so yeah, so then he grabs her and they make out on the hood of a cop car and we pan away for a joke that will be paid off in earshot. Yes. Oh yeah. We marked that a good choice, Joyce. Yeah, we I, did. All I could hear was Buffy going, You had sex with Giles? Like I just twice. twice? <laughs> oh, so good. Okay. Um so Buffy leaves with Snyder and uh I love them pulling up to the chocolate factory or warehouse or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone's going crazy. The chaos in this scene is so good and everyone's like at an A plus, like their performance. Mm-hmm. 
I love how she almost yes. walks past her mom and Giles because they're so busy making out she doesn't notice them. <laughs> she, it's funny because she does a quick double take where she like looks like, oh, these people are annoying. They're making out. Oh my God, that is my mother and Giles. <laughs> Ew. Horror. <laughs> and the way she yells, mom, Giles, and like pulls her mother away is very good. <laughs> and how like, but he's like, go away, we're busy. And just like goes to throw her off. I was like, yeah. damn. He's rippering right he's now. He's rippering hard. And also, I love that Joyce doesn't respond to mom because she's not. Oh, right, yeah, that's right? true. Her 16 year old self. Why would she answer to mom? Yeah, she's yeah. Joyce. And Buffy mm-hmm. saying, You want to fight me or you want to let me talk to my mother? And him just like <laughs> pulling out the cigarette all angry like. I know, because he looks like he's about to like square up with her. He does. Yeah. Like, at least, yeah, at least he knows enough to know he actually can't win a fight against her. Yeah. So. yeah. He's like, You know what? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, she finds Ethan Rain pretty quickly. She punches through the box. And I love everything Giles does here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say the cardboard box maze was pretty stupid. Yes. But again, but, uh, <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, the, interroga- the interrogations. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, it really is. Hit him. I'm your watcher. Now knock his teeth down his <laughs> <Hit> throat. <him. laughs> it's so good. And then when he says, I don't remember, and she hits him, and then Giles grinning behind yes. her. Yes. Like the ultimate, like, oh yeah. Like it's, 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 so it's like straight up Cheshire cat smile. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Has he ever smiled that big in the entire show? I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't think ever seen that smile. And yeah. it was worth it. And we also get Snyder hitting on Joyce, which I love. Brilliant. She's so disgusted. Brilliant. <laughs> she just walks away. It's that eye roll. The eye roll. You could hear the that eye roll. Like, yeah. yeah, it was so good. And I love that while Buffy's on the phone with them, like Ethan Rain goes to hit her with the um, crowbar, but Giles pulls out the gun that he stole from the cop. <laughs> yes. From the coppers. <laughs> <laughs> and then also when they, like, we need to tie him up and Joyce pulls out the handcuffs. Yes. Oh, my God. And then Buffy's line of never tell me. Is yes. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> I really, really, like, I think this was such a smart, I, I'm, I'm like, I wonder with an episode like this, if that was like, they had a pool of ideas and they're like, pull it for this episode. But this feels like a perfect moment to make Joyce like she's been riding Buffy like way too hard. She's been a little like unfair with her. So it's so good to see Joyce be like, yeah, yeah, I fucked on the cop car. Here are some handcuffs. And Buffy's <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> it just took all the air out of it. Like it was like all <laughs> yep. the tension had been building between them. And this mm-hmm. was such a nice, like just release of it. And it's yes. such a role reversal too. So you yeah. see that Buffy probably appreciates Joyce a little bit more. And then yeah. Joyce can probably appreciate Buffy a little exactly. more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Literally is remembering what it was like to be a teenager. Yeah. 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 And Teen Giles, I do like Teen Giles being like, wait, I remember this. Yeah. I like Yeah, that he he's still in there. He still knows everything. He just hasn't cared. Right. Yeah, he just didn't <laughs> give a shit. Yeah. And so we get him and Snyder are arguing. Buffy sends Snyder home. And I love that she gives that speech, but she's like, you know, we have to do this because we have to save the day, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, besides which, you guys are wigging me out. Like she's just, <laughs> just right back to teen. So annoyed. Yes. yes. Um the end beat of the sewer scene. When Buffy says, like, we gotta go, I have, oh, you know, yeah. 
And oh, yeah. I have the SATs tomorrow. And mm-hmm. Joey says, blow them off. I'll write you a note. Yep. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Screw the SATs. And the look at Buffy's face where she at first is like, yeah, okay. I don't know. I can't. And she's do like, it. no, I'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's the end of the reversal arc, right? Yeah. Yep. Where yeah. Her voice has been coming down on her so hard. And Buffy's been chafing and wanting to and, and acting younger because of it. And then... Having seen the other side of that, Buffy's like, no, you know what? This is the responsible thing to do, and I need to do it. It's just like, I don't want to look like this, so I'm just going to (laughs) go. So then we go back to the school, and Snyder is approaching the kids, and uh, he tells them that there's been – they look – you know, like they need something to do. Cordelia says, busy like a bee, actually. And Snyder says, there's vandalism. He wants them to clean up. Milo says, kiss rocks? Why would anyone want to? Oh, I get it. <laughs> and I definitely did not get that. Like the first few times I saw this episode when I was like actually a teen, I was like, what? You're like, what I, does that mean? <laughs> I, I also don't understand why someone would want to kiss a rock. Like, no. <laughs> so, you know, we're all so young, we didn't get the references, exactly. right? Exactly. Look at us being yes. young. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We're so young. Too wow. young to understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we have the end beat of Buffy saying, Well, they're lucky she got to them before they did anything. And I love them <laughs> blankly staring at each other. And Joyce goes, Right. And he goes, Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. It's oh. like, so it's such a perfect, like, ooh, these adults feel very awkward. Yes. And that's immediately when you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, now that we're at the end, uh, Ash, I'm going to ask you to uh, step away from your headphones for a moment. All right. Get out I of here. I am gone. Bye. <laughs> She's out. All right. Cool. Cool. So I give a little bit of, I've been adding trivia. Kirsten, that's a new thing since the last time you crossed it. I do a little bit of trivia for the episode. Um, the song Joyce and Giles listen to is Tales of Brave Ulysses by Ulysses by, by Cream. I almost said Scream. By Cream, which will also be the song he listens to while drinking after Joyce's funeral in Forever. Oh, which ah. I love. Oh, that made my heart hurt. Right? Oh, I think that's yeah. like, Jeez. because I, I think that adds to what we were saying about, like, I don't think it was because he was holding a flame for her, but he respected her, right? Yeah, like, like there was that little bond. Yeah. Oh. Um, I love that. And so, and when Xander opens his locker at the end, he has Cordelia's homecoming campaign poster in his locker, which I think is a cute detail. Oh, oh I like that. Snyder tells Willow, call me Snyder, just the last name, like Barbarino. And I had no idea what that reference was to. It's apparently Welcome Back Cotter. There's a character. Oh, is it Vinny? Name. I have no idea. Is his first name, I think. I might be making that up completely. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> that a fever dream? I don't know. <laughs> and so this leads us to our segment, uh, which is the main reason Ash had to step away of what would Dawn be doing in this episode? Kirsten, do you want to go first? Uh, I think we know exactly what Dawn will be doing because Joyce is Dawn. That's a teenager. <laughs> Yes. That's so true. Yes. And she's flirty and she's going after bad boys and she's a klepto. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Dawn is Joyce as a teenager. That's really um, true. Yeah. So like I think Dawn would have been really upset that her mom was out stealing and, and making out with boys because that's what Dawn's plans were for the night. <laughs> and I think she would have pouted in her room instead. Elena? That's similar to what I think because I think she would have looked at it at first we would have seen this little moment of like her being psyched and being like, oh my God, let's hang out. Let's do this. And then she'd immediately get frustrated and angry and end up pouting and stomping yeah. away. But I think at first she'd be like, this is awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that, yeah, I said at first, I think Dawn would have been like, yeah, I'm staying home yeah. from school. I'm taking advantage of this. 
And I think it would have, I think Dawn would have ended up being with them at the end since Joyce and Buffy were both together. Maybe she would have done research, but I prefer to put her with Joyce and Buffy. She just happens. And like, I think we would have gotten a lot of good, because we don't get these moments a lot in the show, but yeah. sometimes we do of like the sisters together being on the same side and them both being like, ew, stop making out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we would have gotten some good. That would have been good, nice. Right? I would have, yeah. I, I, I liked the few like moments where it's like, this is a, the sisters against someone else yeah so i think we would have gotten a few cute moments like that um <laughs> if you want to tell ash to come back in we are done with the spoilers all right she's coming back in <laughs> she's, she's back, back. <laughs> hi uh, i've never had to do that before this is something new for the podcast i, I love this <laughs> she was just humming to herself over there like <laughs> you know when you close your ears and you like move your fingers around so that you like all you hear is like swoosh, 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 swoosh. <laughs> I, I want you both to know I was just going to nix those like spoiler parts, but I thought about the reason I had this idea is because I was on an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast hosted by Jamie Jurak, who comes on our podcast a lot, and her husband is going through the show for the first time. It's her and her husband, or her and her boyfriend. She has him step away to be like, and this is where we talk spoilers with like, oh, I love you know, that. <laughs> when we both kind of talked about the episode in reference to the show as a whole. And she, but what she does is she just has him sign off. So they like do it over Zoom in different parts of uh, where they live. And he just signs off for the episode. And then she continues like with like 10, 15 minutes of us just talking spoilers. And I was like, this is a good idea. So <laughs> that is a good idea. That. Right? <laughs> yeah, it worked out. <laughs> so that was, I needed to tell you to say where I got that idea from. But okay, now that you're back, uh, and Ash, I'll start with you. Favorite scene. Oh, Angel shirtless doing Tai Chi, hands down, <laughs> unmatched. Uh, Elena? Mine is when Joyce wants that coat and Giles says you fancy it and then uh. just gets destructive. See? Personal property. <laughs> we both love a strong man. I get it. I get it. Kirsten? Uh, I love Giles just grinning so big behind Buffy as she's threatening <laughs> and hurting Ethan. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this episode was hard to pick, I think, a favorite scene because it's <laughs> all so fucking good. Yeah. But I think my favorite is outside of the candy factory when it's like Buffy and Snyder and Giles and Joyce and like, I just, the imagery of her stomping out the cigarette with her big chunky heel just always <laughs> with me. That is so good. <laughs> so good. So I think, yeah, I think that's my favorite. Um, what was your favorite outfit from the episode, Elena? So my favorite outfit has to be, I, I mean, I'm a Giles purist here, but <laughs> I love my Giles and tweed, but I also really love the white t-shirt and the boots and yeah. the jeans. I and was the into it. And the flannel around. tied around. I was into it. So that was it my does, pick. It does look good. Uh, right? He can rock both. Ash? I have to say when he breaks the window and gets uh, Joyce that jacket, when she puts that jacket on, she told us it was Stevie Nicks inspired. Yeah. So Ooh. I was sold in that moment. Yeah. Ooh. She looked I great. I love knowing that it was Stevie Nicks inspired because that also makes sense. Like once you said yeah. it, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. It makes yeah. so much sense. That's how yeah. we felt. Uh, yeah. Kirsten? Same. The jacket. Yeah. I'm I'm also same. It's I just I think of that outfit, even though she you know, this isn't like actually a Joyce outfit because this is her as a team. Like, that's what I think of as like a jo like when you think of like a character and you picture them in an outfit from the show. That's what I picture. Yes, Joyce mm -hmm. me too, actually. Yeah. Um, and I remember one of my friends in high school who like was the cool punk girl had a jacket like Joyce wears with like a little bit of like the like feathery fur on the collar. And it was like long and black. And I always so equate cool. that to like cool girl in high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. What grade do we give this episode? We probably all have the same grade. Uh, Ash? 
I gave it a B plus because oh. I just wanted a little bit more of the big bad in the end. Okay. okay. I felt like it came and went kind of quickly. That's yeah. fair. But that's my only qualm. Elena? You know what? I actually was going to give it a B plus before, but talking about it again, I'm like, nah, it's an A. <laughs> Kirsten? A, I love this one. I just, it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go A. I mean, I do see your critique, Ash, but- 100%, yeah. I, I sometimes, I feel like especially with Buffy, sometimes it's like, yeah, but I just love it so much. Like, <laughs> um. All right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you both for doing this. This was a lot of fun. We got to have you both on again. Thank you so much. Oh my we God. Would we would love do to do this anytime. This has been amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. And Kirsten, it was so nice having you back co-hosting. I know. I missed your voice. I know. I missed your voice too. I, Elena, Ash, I feel like maybe you two understand this. I have said that like Kirsten and like one of my other co-hosts, Zach, who I do the hard podcast with and like two other people that have co-hosted a lot. Sometimes like if I'm doing something and I know what advice they would give me, I'll hear their voice in my head. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. I identify like, with that so hard. Yep. <laughs> Very specifically what they would sound like and what like the wording they would be of like, Ian. <laughs> yes. Yup. 100%. <laughs> Especially because Kirsten, our friendship started without us seeing each other's faces and it was that's just yeah. this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but Tell everyone where they can find uh, Rewatcher and Morbid and the two of you. So you can find the... Oh, I'm so bad at our socials. Oh, my God. (laughs) We both are so bad. We both just looked at each other like, shit, what are they? (laughs) You can find Morbid anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, We come out early uh, and ad-free a week before everything else gets released on Wondery. I think we're... What are we on Instagram? (laughs) So bad at not finding it. (laughs) At the underscore rewatcher. There you yes, go. See, that's where the rewatcher is. And Morbid on Instagram is at Morbid Podcast. That's um, easy. I Kirsten knows I am like that's like the one thing I'm good at is like keeping track of social, right, Kirsten? Oh, yes, <laughs> I yes. give you so much credit we're, for that. We're like five years in, and we're like, I have no idea where we are. <laughs> 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 yeah, I my other co-host like restart just started a Patreon and I'm reminding him to promo it at the end of episodes. I'm like, you didn't promo your Patreon, you gotta do that. And he's like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> we need you on our side right. for that. <laughs> <laughs> for a small fee, you can have me. <laughs> <laughs> to just pop in and be like, remember, these are yeah. your socials. <laughs> now you'll hear the Ian voice in your head being like, Don't forget to promo your socials. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yes. That's perfect. Have you seen Ian's arms? He's getting swole. And even though he technically did all the work as his trainer, I'm going to take all the credit. My name is Westifer, and I'm an online wellness coach, helping people just like you figure out a nutrition, movement, and goal-setting plan that will make you feel better, and as a bonus, look better too. I've helped clients cut their cholesterol in half. I've had clients lose over 100 pounds, and I can help you on your wellness journey too. So hit me up. Follow me on Instagram at the Westifer to buy two sessions and get your first session free. I'll see you in my DM. This was a blast. And thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being part of the Patreon. And uh, if you're listening to the edited down episode, think of subscribing to the Patreon. And we will see you all later. Bye.